0: was working on this idea for a podcast while sitting on the couch with a blanket, a big bottle of water and a sore throat and stuffed up nose. And my most conscious thoughts about that moment were two things. First, that some of the physical sensations in my body are very uncomfortable. And also simultaneously, that it feels awfully good to sit on the couch and rest and relax instead of what it was that I thought I was supposed to be doing right now. Both things are true at the same time. My throat burns and also my shoulders feel great resting on the back of the couch. My nose feels all pressure. Also, my hips feel supported and comfy with my feet up. Both things are true. I feel crappy and I feel fantastic. A lot of life is actually that both things are true. And I have been seeing that all of the time lately. It just keeps coming up over and over again. I bet if you look for that all around you, you will see it everywhere too. It's kind of like when you were thinking about buying a red Jeep and then you begin noticing red Jeeps everywhere you go. And it seems like it's a thing that everyone has red Jeeps. Like, there weren't always that number of red Jeeps in your life around you. But the truth is that they were always there. You just weren't looking for them. So you didn't see them. Every time that a red Jeep was around, you were just looking at or thinking about something else. You just weren't aware. And that is really a metaphor or an example of so many other things that you become aware of something and you start seeing it everywhere around you. They are examples that were there all of the time. You just didn't notice. So the both things are true. It's something that has come much more into my awareness. And so I am noticing that everywhere. I am sick and also it feels great to rest. I see someone else's perspective on something, and I understand it. And also, I don't give in to something that I want. I don't want to exercise. Also, I decide to do it anyway. I don't like that I have gained some weight over the holidays, and I also have decided that I'm going to just love myself the way that I am. Once you start looking for these in your life, you'll start noticing it everywhere. I have found this one idea to be very helpful, especially in challenging situations, such as being upset about something that is happening in life and wrestling with the idea that just is the way that it is. Let's pretend that someone that you love is. Very sick or has a diagnosis. There are many, many people who really have a hard time in this situation. And I am certainly not saying that to suggest that everyone should have an easy time. I am just saying as a fact that is true that people have a hard time. I am truly not judging that at all. But the part that seems to be so hard is the trying to coordinate the idea that this is happening and I don't want this to be happening or that it should not be happening or especially if there's some kind of feeling of fault, whether a family believes that maybe something was done to cause this or there is fault and blame somewhere, whether it's on a doctor or a hospital or a family member or on the person themselves for not taking care of themselves. I think that people have a hard time because they do not always realize that multiple things can be true. They are unconsciously trying to figure out which thing is true when there is something called cognitive dissonance happening, and all that cognitive dissonance means is that a person is holding two beliefs that do not match. And so there's discomfort there because they do not subconsciously believe that both things can be true. So the idea that someone might be sick or dying and the idea that they should not be dying or that it shouldn't be happening while it is happening causes so much discomfort and angst and anger and sadness or anxiety in a person. That is where for both things can be true, could help the thought that this is happening right now and I wish that it wasn't happening can both completely be true. Maybe the idea that it is happening and that it should not be happening are much harder to combine and get those two ideas to coexist with each other. But if you can take that step back from the second thought and change it shouldn't be happening to I believe right now that it shouldn't be happening, then you can see where you can hold both of those beliefs. Let me give you an example. If you hold the belief that, My relative is sick right now and is not going to get better. And I hold the belief that this should not be happening right now. The way to step back from your belief like that is literally take a step back from yourself as being yourself to someone that can see yourself from a bird's eye view looking at the situation from the outside. You can call this becoming your own watcher, and being your watcher can just help remove the emotion from your beliefs or perspective so that you can see that it is not a truth or a fact, but it is something that you are believing. Now, I don't mean that necessarily means that you are believing something that is not true. What you believe might be true and might not be true, but just might be your opinion or a belief that you are choosing. It might not be a fact, but a thought, like the thought, it should not be happening. It's a thought that you keep on choosing. And that thought just might not be helping you or serving you, but you have a reason that you keep on choosing it. And stepping back to see that it is a belief can help you get to the place where you can change that cognitive dissonance or the clashing of the two beliefs to a place where two two different beliefs can exist simultaneously and peacefully. Both things can be true. But back to being sick. What my two beliefs are right now are that I don't like being sick because of the physical symptoms. And I love being sick because I never, ever really plan to have a day to just sit on the couch and do nothing, do whatever I want, watch movies. Yes, I do fit some TV into my evening usually for a bit, but a whole day or more than one day of nothing, I would never plan that. So what happens? I believe is that my body plans it for me. I won't plan to rest and relax. So guess what? My body takes over and plans it for me. I get sick. It is so easy for us to say that we don't have the time. We have other things to do. Planning time to waste time seems so irresponsible when we have this big, long to-do list of things that we should get done, right? This is how it seems, or that is what I am believing. It is a belief that I am choosing. But if it is irresponsible to plan to rest, then why does it feel so good when rest is forced upon us, upon me? Those are the moments when I really realize how much I need it, how much I enjoy it and how much it rejuvenates me so that I'm ready to pull up my bootstraps and get back to work with a lot more energy and focus. The way that I see it, just maybe, we get sick in the way that we all know germs are spread and depending on who we come into contact with, we get sick from someone else. Or we don't get sick from someone else. Maybe it's random. Maybe it's not so random. But what if it's true that when we get sick, it is because we need to be sick? Our body is telling us that we need to slow down and we need to get some more rest. And so the germs that come into our world make us sick instead of just passing us by. I am going to choose to believe this. I am going to choose to choose some planned rest and relaxation and to believe that it is just important as planning to do our work, as planning time to see our friends, planning time with our partner, with our children, with our family, as planning time for our hobbies or for coaching, journaling, exercise, reading, all of those things that help us to grow. How many of us actually plan time to do nothing at all? I that that some of us are pretty good at scheduling some unscheduled time or free time. But then we just might be filling it up with stuff we want to get done when we get there. And I would love to hear from some of you all who truly plan blocks of relaxation time and use it in the most restful way. Maybe in a way that you would act if you were sick or in some other way that really rejuvenates you. I think that if I had to choose my most ideal way to relax, and I planned it ahead of time, it would involve being outside in nature, like in the hot tub or in a hammock or a chair at the beach in some form of reading. If not reading, then a podcast or a movie. I also might find that I tell myself that that would be a guilty pleasure, which really implies that it is something that I should not be doing or should not be wasting time at. That is not a helpful belief at all because there is cognitive dissonance between the belief that relaxing is a pleasure that I should feel guilty about and the belief that I get sick because sometimes I need relaxation. Those two beliefs do not coexist with each other. So I can step that first belief back by saying, it is true that I have always believed that relaxing is a guilty pleasure, which doesn't mean that this belief is true at all. Then it can coexist with the second belief that now I believe that relaxation is necessary. Both of those things can be true. And that helps me to take a little bit of a step towards the second belief. And a step towards that can help me to begin planning in some rest and relaxation time into my life. And then I can take a look and see if it might be true that someone who gets their relaxation might actually get sick less because their body is not forcing relaxation on them. But for now, I am going to head to the hot tub and see if that helps me to feel better while I am also feeling crappy. And I wish all of you some rest and relaxation within your week. Take care, my friends.